You're listening to a Hindustan Times podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. You are listening to World and Wars with me Aditi Prasad. It's your daily dose of triumphs, tragedies and untold stories of global conflicts. Seven years ago, Maldives was struggling with Chinese debt so large that it did not even know the exact amount. When Ibrahim Soleil, the then president of Maldives, visited India in December 2018, the Modi government announced a huge financial package of $1.4 billion for the country caught in a Chinese debt trap. Then, just a couple of years ago, Delhi and Mali signed a deal for the largest infrastructure project ever in Maldives. India funded the project with a grant of $100 million and a line of credit of $400 million. It was the building of a 6.7-kilometer-long bridge. Before this, the largest connectivity projects in Maldives was a bridge funded by China. It was five times smaller than the India project. These are just two examples of how India has helped Maldives in literally big ways over the years. But despite this, the current government in Maldives is busy abusing Indian people and India's Prime Minister. The question is, how long can Maldives afford to do this? And what is Maldives hoping for by placing all its eggs in the Chinese basket? Arguably, one of the most unreliable partners in the region. The ongoing controversy was sparked by very objectionable comments by some Maldives ministers and politicians. One of the ministers, Mariam Shuna, called PM Modi a clown and a puppet of Israel. A politician named Zahid Ramiz suggested that Indians have a bad smell. This was all in response to Prime Minister Narendra Modi's recent trip to the Indian island of Lakshwadeep. The trip kick-started a debate about whether Lakshwadeep can replace Maldives as one of the top tourist destinations in the region. Now, the Maldivian comments whipped up a huge storm. Indians have started cancelling their upcoming trips to Maldives. Indian company Ease My Trip even suspended all flight bookings to Maldives. Meanwhile, the who's who of India, film stars, cricket legends, business leaders, started appealing to people to choose Indian tourist destinations instead of going abroad. This panicked the Maldives government. The Indian government also summoned the Maldivian envoy to express its anger and displeasure. All of this forced Moizu to suspend the three ministers who had made these objectionable comments. But this has not pacified the anger in India. Relations between India and Maldives have slowly been getting worse since the recent election of Moizu as president. Moizu is seen as heavily biased towards China, and he seems to have proven this with one decision after another against India. When Moizu took office, an Indian minister visited Mali to attend his oath-taking ceremony. But Moizu chose confrontation over years of partnership. Moizu told the Indian minister Kiran Rijuju to withdraw Indian military personnel from Mali. 
Recently, Maldives refused to renew a hydrography pact with India that will expire this year. Then, in a major symbolic snub, Moizu broke tradition, did not visit India on his first official trip. He went to Turkey instead and is now in China for his second trip. This dislike for India is hard to understand, especially when we look at the history of the two countries. Back in 65, India was amongst the first to recognize Maldives as an independent nation. Then in 1988, India helped save Maldives' democracy by foiling a coup attempt. In 2004, when Maldives was hit by a tsunami and in 2014, when there was a water crisis in Mali, Delhi was the first to help. In 2020, India didn't just help Maldives with COVID, but also sent thousands of measles vaccines to prevent an outbreak. India has built an Indira Gandhi Memorial Hospital and there is a cancer hospital in the works. When it comes to education, India set up institutes like the Maldives Institute of Technical Education and the Faculty of Hospitality and Tourism Studies. When it comes to defense, India has gifted fast attack ships, petrol boats, Dornier aircraft and helicopters to Maldives. India is also the largest provider of defense training, around 70% for the Maldives military. Apart from this, India built the National College for Police and Law Enforcement for them. Then there are projects on basic amenities. There is one to improve water supply and sewerage in 34 of Maldives islands. Then there is a huge road and land reclamation project to establish Adu as the southern region hub of Maldives. India is also helping Maldives with its fisheries industry. This includes expanding the facilities of Mifco, a company which buys fish from fishermen at fixed government prices. Then India is helping redevelop airports in Hani Madhu and in Gaon and also building social housing projects. The examples I just gave here are in no way a complete list of India's huge assistance to Maldives. But even if we forget about all of this government assistance, just ordinary Indians like you and I help Maldives a lot. Here's how. 20% of Maldives' GDP comes from tourism. More importantly, around 70% of jobs in Maldives come directly or indirectly from tourism. And which country do you think sends the largest number of tourists to Maldives? That's right, India. More than 2 lakh Indians visited Maldives according to an end December number released by the Maldives government. Meanwhile, China was at number 3 with 1.8 lakh tourists. But China is where Maldives president Moizu is right now, literally and figuratively. Moizu is touring China on a big 5-day trip. China is Maldives' biggest external creditor. Mali owes Beijing around 1.3 billion dollars or 20% of its total debt according to IMF. As I told you when we started, India has already given Maldives financial help amidst its debt crisis. But Moizu does not seem to have learned lessons from Sri Lanka and even from Pakistan. Last year Sri Lanka hit its worst economic crisis in 7 decades. Colombo's largest lender is also China. But when disaster struck in Sri Lanka, China ran away, refusing help for a very long time, even as India jumped in to assist Colombo. 
Pakistan is sailing in the same boat. It's caught between China's belt and road trap, even as Pakistanis face high inflation and food shortages. The latest India-Maldives controversy has coincided with Moizu's trip to China. And so it is unlikely that there will be a sudden pro-India shift in Moizu's policy, especially because he will be under pressure from Xi Jinping to stay the course. But there is growing discomfort in Maldives' political class about the tensions with India. Many opposition leaders, including ex-presidents, have condemned the behavior of ministers in the current government. It remains to be seen whether this internal pressure will be enough for Moizu to course correct. Or pressure from Beijing will continue to erode away Maldives' sovereignty. This is me signing off now. If you have any queries, reach out to me at the rate of Prasad Aditi on X. This podcast was produced by Deeksha Chaurasia, edited by Sanju Abraham. Meet you in the next episode. Ciao. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Listener.